But that's the thing about sci-fi. Like, yeah, like they have aliens, but that's not always like what makes it sci-fi. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've watched this. Yeah. Uh, I've watched a. It was a John Claude Van Damme movie mm-hmm. about space. No. About space. Yeah, there was like some weird gladiator. Good morning, good day, good evening, Super Agile Nation. Welcome to another episode of the Super Agile Bros. It's your boy, Bradston, in the building, as per usual, with the brothers. I'm going to go ahead and jump in, get these boys, these brothers, introduced. We got the boy, Kyle. What's happening, Kyle? What's happening with you, brother? What's going on? As per use, as per use, I am here as well. Glad to be here. As per use, use, use. Yes, sir. And of course, we got Glasses Stevie in the building. What's happening, Glasses Stevie? Glasses Stevie's. What's happening? I wonder if people actually think that we're brothers, how often you say it. They should. We are... We are... No, no. We're closer than brothers. Triplets. Like, try try to... Just imagine us all being born. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Looking as we look... I can't imagine us being born. <laughs> and to to one a single mother, and just everybody in the in the in the birthing did I call it the birthing room? The birth yes. The birthing <laughs> Please hall. continue in the birthing room. Uh, is like excuse me, <laughs> why your babies all look different? Like hey, it's the magic. Vastly doesn't that happen sometimes? The magic of love. Kind of, I think so. Non paternal or non identical twins. Yeah, I've seen it where a family, they're both interracial, black, white, black, white, and they had twins, one twin, white girl, uh, red hair, other twin, black girl, black hair, you know, Uh, but they're twins. I think I've seen that, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. You said black, white, black, white. We're talking about four people? No, no, no. I was saying they're interracial they're both um, mixed. Both black, oh. white, black, white. Oh, they're both mixed. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh, okay. Their parents were interracial couples. Their parents were interracial couples. Interesting. So the it, they unmixed. <laughs> <laughs> they no, they. It was like a centrifuge. Like everything just yeah. got <laughs> in the womb. Like, the purest. Form. I mean, I understand like genetically how that happens, mm-hmm. but I do think it's kind of funny because we're so used to things not unmixing like entropy only goes one way <laughs> mm-hmm. you wouldn't expect to shake up a bottle of colored sand and all the colors be mixed and then shake it again and they're separate like that's crazy <laughs> i mean it's like the thought experiment that if you like threw a whole bunch of wood into a room and closed the door that there's a chance like what's the chance that it would be like a chair you know like right, yeah like zero i mean this has a higher chance clearly it's way higher way yeah. higher uh because of how biology and genes and all that jazz. I I also haven't thrown much wood into rooms, so <laughs> I've carefully carried wood into rooms. Yes, and produced a chair. Yes, um, in some cases, yes. Ooh, well, it was, it was like wood and other materials that were pre prefabricated in order to create a chair. Mm. Shout out to IKEA. Did you, and you threw it into a room, and the IKEA instructions just, <laughs> just smashed. Yeah, just 
Finish. Yeah, the last the last image in the IKEA because there's no words in IKEA booklets. So the last image was just a child, uh, <laughs> a man throwing it, a man throwing a chair, <laughs> just a one page document, <laughs> just <laughs> just all the tools, just throw it. Like you got this. Um, it reminded me in high school. I don't know if y'all had ever had to do this, but well, I took a class. It was called pre engineering, and um. What it was was a class to prepare you for engineering, which I did in college. And Makes one sense. of the, I guess you could say, assignments or projects that we had to do as a team, a uh, group project, was to make a chair out of cardboard. So that was one of my favorite experiences because, yo, some people don't have a knack for like how, <laughs> how like to create like you know they don't something. Have the gift. Yeah. So what happened was I think the teacher. I can't remember who it was that tested him, but it had to be the same person. She might have selected a student, and that person just went around and sat on every chair. So it was just like this person being like, I'm going to die today. (laughs) You know, Um, my project was so good. We had a problem where we were like, yo, we need to break this, but we can't break it. Like we jump on it, like, like try to sit on it and wouldn't break it. We were like, okay, we can just throw water on it, I guess. (laughs) You know. That'll ruin anything that's cardboard for sure. Anything. Just swelling. And cardboard just... and witches is just no good news. You know, you could be lying right now and we wouldn't know because we weren't there. Yeah. True. True. I guess it unless would... Unless that class was also part of a a, a viral video that went out from your <laughs> high school. See, that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, I tell people, <laughs> there aren't many. People think I say outrageous things and I'm like, all right, give me a second. I'll find you proof. <laughs> <laughs> like i just happen to be in the right time and place for some outrageous things you know like i want to see this chair i don't think i have a picture because yeah this was like i was what maybe a senior in high school well well maybe there's a picture somewhere well Build i did again i didn't have a cell phone at that time so i definitely mm. didn't and cell phones didn't really have fo- cameras either so you know what I think I also had a pre-engineering class in my school that I took. Oh, really? Yeah. Now he's making and this re- up. You're clearly making this up to no, fit no, no, in. No, 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 no. I remember because <laughs> I just, I well, was going to tell a better you. chair. I was going to tell you about the puzzle that I made. And I'm like, wait, I made that in a similar class. Oh, really? Yeah. They had us make a, um, I don't know what the constraints were, but I ended up making a, one of those like cube puzzles. So it's, mm-hmm. it's five like Tetris looking pieces and they fit together to form a, a, a three by three cube. A standing cube. Oh yeah. Like a uh yes, a standing cube. Was it three by three? Might have been four. I don't know, whatever. It was a cube. Um and I just bought a bunch of wooden blocks online and glued them together after I made the design. And it was actually a good puzzle. I would give it to people and they would have trouble solving it. I'm like, this is kinda <laughs> cool. The so, same would happen with a bad puzzle. True. People would go, That's great, Stevie. <laughs> I can't solve it. What is a I bad can't puzzle? Solve it. <laughs> it's an easy puzzle if you can't if you can solve if, if it's bad it's easy. You're like, wow, this is the ultimate puzzle. It's what makes a, like, what makes a what makes a hard puzzle like bad? old point and click bad puzzle <laughs> design where like there's some ridiculous method that it's ambiguous. You had to click a bush in the park. Oh no, nothing about it's <laughs> ambiguous. It's just shapes that fit together. I didn't make them all like square you know <laughs> it isn't like a jigsaw puzzle that's just lines 
So, so I have a real cool question. Did y'all do work woodworking? Did y'all cut wood and stuff like that in your class? We did it normally, but I for that project I used glued wood. I didn't I didn't uh, cut any wood. Not in high school. I did in college. Yeah, I was, I was lucky. We had, we got to use woodworking, cut like table saws, um, miter That's saws. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could have made a birdhouse, man. Did we make a birdhouse? We made. Oh no, we made a uh, one of those nitrogen house. nitrogen cars, like where you put the little nitrogen thing in the back of it and you pop it and then it races down like you know what i'm talking about like stock cars yeah yeah oh, yeah you put, put like a the, the little little tank for for like whipped cream or something cream? yeah 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 exactly that. not whipped cream but, but you no, use no, it no, I whipped yeah cream. the nitrogen the nitrogen yeah yeah 100 yeah, yeah so we had to cut the wood then we had to sand it down put the wheels do all that stuff and you know it's it's a fairly simple prospect because it's a kit. Like they give you the kit with the wood sure. and the instructions, but you have to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. The do it yourself part, everybody's car was kind of trash. <laughs> yeah. Like as easy as it should have oh been. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This wasn't in class, but you just reminded me this, this guy uh, that my family knew from like my childhood church would build model airplanes with like engines and stuff. Oh, they really? were probably like two or three feet across and you would buy a kit. Oh yeah, and it kit, came. Kit it planes. came with like the balsa wood skeleton. Yeah, kit planes. Yeah. Yeah, and you had to glue them together, and the controller was basically just uh, you. You hold it in your hand. It had two wires that led to the one of the wings, and when you ran the engine, first of all, that always scared me so much. Um, turning turning the plane on mm-hmm. because you had to like flick the propeller to start it. Mm-hmm. But then the propeller spins fast enough to like injure your finger, so you're like freaking out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we would. There's like competitions. You could go out there in these fields and fly the plane in a circle and make it do tricks and stuff. Um, that was a lot of fun, man. I gotta do that again. So exciting! The last thing you do before you die, going out in the field and doing tricks until you crash in, in the ground in yeah, front of bleed to death your from family. <laughs> Yeah. I think I won like second place in some local competition. Which so you flew? Yeah, no, no, no. You don't fly. You're you're on the ground, and the plane is flying around you like on a wire. Oh, and you control it with the wire. Like you move your hand to make like it go a powered up or down. Kite? Like a powered kite. Yes, exactly. Oh, I remember those. Yeah, those things are loud. I know what you're yes. talking about now. Yeah, I was lost until like a second ago. No, but there. But the reason I thought you were talking about kit planes because. I knew a guy either at my old job who used to do kit planes where you actually build from a front. I don't know if it was an actual kit, like they sent you something in the mail, but he would show me pictures of it. And it was like a one seater and it was more or less a glider with a a, a powered glider. And you could take off, but I mean, you couldn't go very high or you would literally die. Right. You know, this was like big enough to be, this is small enough to carry in your hands. Interesting. Oh, that sounds pretty fun. Well, in your arms. And a lot less dangerous. <laughs> a lot less dangerous. Yeah, I didn't understand what you meant about dying in a field. I'm like, it's not going to attack me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I was talking about people who actually build their own planes and nah. fly them. <laughs> that would be cool. The little kit planes. And as long as you fly under a certain height and uh, I think the engine's under a certain rating or whatever, you don't have to get it like approved by the FAA or anything. Sick. So, so that's pretty cool. Unless you fly into like, you know, White House airspace. <laughs> so I, I want to... I want to tell you all one story that you won't believe from my high school, and then we'll get into the actual topic of the show. So speaking of puzzles and tricks and things that people did in high school, 
that might have been a little bit crazy. Uh, I, I would think it was funny, but kind of messed up at the same time. A good friend of mine, shout out to my good friend. I'm not going to call him out exactly who he is. But my good friend. We, we went For to high once school you to- respect someone's private. <laughs> yeah, we went to high school together. And I think our freshman year, um, I, somewhere he managed to uh, procure a ball of marble. Like, so, Whoa. like, a pe- it was like a perfectly round piece of marble. Uh, and if it wasn't marble, it was some structure, some type of thing similar. And he brought it to school and, like, you know, let us check it out. Like, hey, check this out, check this out. So, this is where it got devious. So, um, what he did was that uh, at the same time, we would do these things where we would throw, like, newspaper balls at each other in class. Uh, and like, you know, boom, throw them at each other, make these balls. And what he did was he covered the marble ball <laughs> in, in, in newspaper. Oh, no. And what he would do is go catch and he would just toss it at you. Bruh. And because like we've all been trained like, oh, it's just a, a, a paper ball. It was so evil. It was so you would catch it. Why and would you? That weight would hit you and you're like, what? <laughs> And then, I mean, nobody got injured, but we were like, bro, this is one of the evilest things, but also hilarious. So, Man, they land on your foot? Yes. Yes. But it's this, this is a natural thing. When you something hits you and it's heavy, you just kind of go, you splay out <laughs> yeah, to get away. Yeah. <laughs> but it was super evil. Super evil. I mean, would it like break or something if it fell on the floor? Uh, I, I assume, but I never saw any damage on the ground from what I recall. Like, Interesting. It would hit the ground, like in the hallway or in the you just hear this loud bang. Wow. Golly. <laughs> you know? And then it was just Surprised like, the teachers didn't go on, get on him about it. Who's the next It was victim? protected by the newspaper. I think a teacher saw him do it one time and threw it in the trash can out of anger uh, because of when he did it in a class. And mm. I'll ask him to verify that fact, but I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Because we had a so teacher. So it was never recovered from the trash can? Oh, it was recovered, but it was like oh, in sure. a moment of anger. Like... What are you doing? You know, throw it in the trash. That's what I recall. Uh, that memory might be false. But that's... Uh... So anyway, that has nothing to do with anything. But that just reminded me of that uh, trick. I didn't approve of it, like, at the time. But secretly, I was like, this is kind of genius. I love it. <laughs> that reminds me, like, in those cartoons when somebody has a bowling ball and they mm-hmm. bring it to a soccer field. Oh, man. The they paint it like it. a soccer ball. Yeah. yeah. Kicks it full speed, and then, like, the little ripple goes off their leg. <laughs> <laughs> Shatter every bone. <laughs> Bro. In real life, it would just be broken ankle and just paint. <laughs> like your foot would be smashed. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. That'd be just terrible. Full force destruction. <laughs> so, speaking of destruction... Um, and marble balls and uh, bowling balls. Let's talk mm-hmm. about things that have struck a chord in our life recently. A strike. Um, bowling pins. Um, and that I we see. want to talk about. Worst segue, but I tried. Um, <laughs> so what we want to talk about today, and thank you to anybody who's stuck around this long, because we're straight fools. Um, oh, nobody's here. No one's <laughs> just, here. Just watch the drop off. Like, right. <laughs> uh, today, we want to talk about what TV shows we're watching nowadays, you know, in modern times and the things that have surprised us. So today we're just I mean, it'll be a conversation. I think Stevie said it the best. This is just us chatting like nothing too crazy. Just talking about things that we're watching, what we think other people should watch and maybe even things that surprise us in a negative way, maybe if that comes yeah. up. 
But um, yeah, we're just going to go around, share what, what we've been up to watching. And uh, yeah, just make it happen. So any of y'all fellas feel just pumped to share one of your TV shows that you're watching now and what you think about it, how you feel about it? Uh, Kyle? Oh, I thought you were going to go first, Glasses Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you have to go first. So. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I don't have like a new thing that I'm watching right now, but I have, me and Mrs. Yams have, as of late, been watching through Dragon Ball Z again. Oh. From the very Beninging. Beninging. Is she into Dragon Ball Z? Did you have to convince her? No, it was actually her idea. Oh, she had to convince you. Mm-hmm. I said no. I resisted initially. So how did the seed get planted? I think you've shared this with me before. Yeah, so um, mutual friends of ours, one one of them actually we grew up with, um, shout out to Jordan, uh, kept inviting us to go see when the Dragon Ball Super movies would come out. We'd, we'd go ah. watch them together. And the first one was good. The, it was, uh, the first one we went and saw was Broly. Mm-hmm. Um, and... There wasn't a whole lot of like um, references, I, I would say, to like older stuff in that movie. It was it was very new, very great movie though, um, and so it didn't really spark anything. But then the latest one, the name escapes me, uh, but the latest super movie <clears throat> um, had tons of references to both Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. Oh, really? And while we were in the theater, Julie was asking me a bunch of questions about you know what who is that character what's happening why is any of this matter <laughs> and it was but it's a, since it was a really good movie too like it really it legitimately sparked interest and she wanted to know more about it versus me trying to remember <laughs> mm-hmm. uh and so we decided i was like yeah we could watch you know dragon ball dragon ball z we could see if they're available anywhere and so i think all of them dragon ball Dragon Ball GT, Dragon Ball Z, and Dragon Ball Super are on Funimation. Oh. And so at that point, it was down to just choose. And so I was like, oh, well, I watched Dragon Ball Z in my childhood. I know it's pretty tame, you know, nothing crazy in that one. Just to kind of, you know, make sure she was comfortable watching it. And man, it's been a blast. The Mandela effect is hitting strong because mm. oh, I have forgotten and misremembered just enormous segments and yeah i i'm disappointed sometimes but also pleasantly surprised pleasantly pleased that we're watching it again so i can have that fresh fresh it's it's a really fresh experience because i've forgotten so much that's crazy it's been fun though we just got to uh we're on namek and uh spicy boy piccolo piccolo's fighting freezer right now oh really uh post uh his fusion yeah. With, uh, what's his name? Uh, Nail. Nail, which was the stupidest name, but also. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's, that's Those are good times, man. So so do you think y'all are going to go back and watch Dragon Ball? I think it's very likely. Um, okay. We've gotten on these like animated show binges. And huh? if there's a related series, we it's usually impossible for us to resist watching it, even <laughs> if it's bad. If so, so yeah, I, I can see us watching through, even even GT. You know. Oh my, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. GT is like that'll take a lot of wind out of your sails, bro. It's like you want it to be good. Like that's what it's really gonna feel like. You're gonna really want it to be good, 
and then yeah, and then especially because I I thoroughly enjoyed GT in my youth. Um, <laughs> the grand tour. So, <laughs> I enjoyed enjoyed it as much as it could be enjoyed. As, as completely as a child. So did you watch GT before you saw Z? I saw more of GT than I did Ooh. Z. Oh man. But I saw Z first. Okay. But didn't you say you watched Dragon Ball Z in college or something? Uh no. I saw it in like high school when it would come on TV. Um but it was bits and pieces and it was few and far in between. And then I really got more heavily exposed to it from the games than the show. Interesting. Budokai. Yeah. Yeah, the Budokais. Which which I actually I dug up my old copy of Budokai the other day and was like, you know, I should run I should run some hands. But with Mrs. Yams. With Mrs. Yams. We might I might have to do that. <laughs> I'd love that to be a stream. Please. <laughs> please let me know when that's going down. Hey, maybe we can make it happen. You know what's so interesting about the Z Ball GT and of course Super? Is like okay, Z ball, Z ball, GT. I feel like there was a, a more concise way you could have. I just, I just said all of them in the order that it came to my lips. There's no order. Um, is that like Z is where most people got introduced, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. for me as a kid, I still remember the moment in middle school when Goku turned into a Super Saiyan, like life changing moment, like. It felt like I became I became a man now, baby. Like things <laughs> changed for me. Um, but what was cool about it was like Ball had existed, but hadn't really made it over to the U.S. yet, like fully. And they would make those animated movies, like you were just mentioning uh, the newest one. And one of them was uh, I think Dead Zone. And in Dead Zone, like there was characters in it that I was unfamiliar with, mm-hmm. but it was clear that it happened in the past. Like before the beginning of Z, and I was like, "What is happening? I'm super yeah. confused, but I need to know more, you know." Mm-hmm. And so the minute Ball came out, and I was like, "Oh, there's a series that existed." Like, I was like, "I'm gonna watch it." And Ball is just as good as Z. Like, it is so- it is a different show. If anything, I almost like it. Diff- I like it differently. I'm not gonna say better. Yeah, I, I like it's it. Got a very different tone. And I, from the from the little teeny pieces I saw of both, they seemed like almost different shows. Yeah, very much completely so. unrelated. Very related, but very different, right? It's like Better Call Saul and um, Breaking Bad, right? Like, like it's the same characters, but like a totally different, different feel. I, and and, feel. and I think what made it so interesting was that that was the point where nobody had the abilities that they have now. Like people couldn't fly, shoot Kamehamehas, or do any super cool you know, d- Destructo Discs or anything. It was just pure, like, hand-to-hand combat with a little bit of, like, I don't want to say trickery, but, like, interesting yeah. how do you engage a fight. Somebody have a special technique, you know, that might, you know, like, even Yamcha was meaningful for about <laughs> three episodes. No, it was a little mm-hmm. bit longer than that. You know, Yamcha was about that life. He never, he never So it's kind of like Baki the Graffler. No, <laughs> because from the very beginning, Baki's a grappler. <laughs> if, well, what I mean is, it's it's one of those shows. I mean, I'm joking. It's definitely not hilarious. Like it. Baki's just so extreme, but it's just one of those shows that revolves around like that minutia of like hand to hand combat. Maybe not the minutia, but it's all about like 
you know, strategy and like finding a weakness and, you know, how can my special abilities help me versus his abilities, Mm -hmm. you know, and the joy of being a little kid who's secretly an ultra powerful monster alien. Yeah. In many ways, it's kind of like how Jojo fights go in the sense that like you have these people who have different powers and you're just trying to figure out how to overcome it. Um, Not as ridiculous. (laughs) Sometimes. Sometimes it's ridiculous. Ooh, I just finished Stone Ocean. Uh, That was peak Jojo for sure. Not the best ending, but it was peak Jojo. (laughs) Stone Ocean. Yeah. Yeah. So what are the, what are the interesting things though about what you just said? I guess like the differences and the tonal shift is that Dragon Ball Z, in my opinion, starts off very similar to Dragon Ball, and then and it, it's almost like getting whiplash when you're watching the show. Like the mm-hmm. art style changes drastically, drastically, and I think that's when the tone really alters because before that, a lot of it's the same. Especially in the very beginning, because it's like, until they really start to dive into, oh, power levels, you know, Mm -hmm. then it's almost pretty much the same, where it's just like, yeah, who can fight the best, pretty much. But then it's like, oh, even though I've been training all this time, your power level, your number is bigger than mine, so you Mm -hmm. automatically win. (laughs) Unless you you boost your power level through steroids or something like that. (laughs) <laughs> no i i think that's a, i never thought about it that way but i think dragon ball z has maybe one of the better transitions um from like like time jump transitions because like you said it kind of eases you in it's like oh like the nimbus is still around i believe in the beginning mm-hmm. and you're like oh who's this radix character and oh he has a power level thing oh wait he has the ability to shoot key blast in his own way and then it's like oh like this it's like the familial connection. It's like bringing all these pieces like, oh, we didn't yeah. forget that Goku was an alien, <laughs> you know, like and then you have the introduction of, you know, Gohan and Piccolo's reformed and like all these mm-hmm. different things. And, it, it, and it's a really good like I forget about those first like that first arc, that first yeah. Radix arc. It's, it's super interesting. Yeah, hmm. solid, solid. Well, that, that, you know, now that you're saying shows um, that, like, you're kind of watching. Well, I, I'll just say this. Me and my wife are going to watch Naruto one of these days. It's great. It, ha- it needs to happen. But um, a show that recently I've been watching that kind of, well, not that I w- have been watching, that I watched in the course of 48 hours and oh, no. was, like, drawn into because of just the unique take that it had um mm. was this show called legend of vox machina have y'all heard of that yeah um, i've been avoiding it but someone told me to watch it yeah. why have you been avoiding it it sounds because it it sounds stupid the first, i think the trailer just immediately made me think it was just gonna be like lazy yeah 100 mm. percent. i do not disagree with steve's stevie's um interpretation of legend of vox machina and it was literally just on a whim that I started watching because it was over Christmas and my father-in-law's in town and he's into anime. And, you know, like I like to introduce him to new animes, but some, you know, just take more. And like also we're just looking for something to watch, you know, just to kind of kill some time. And I was on my Chromecast and Chromecast always like randomly suggest shows. 
but like mm-hmm. 95% of them are absolute garbage. Like I'm talking 3% on Rotten Tomatoes. Why so, would they suggest that? I do not know. And it's constant. Because they know that Brad's taste is trash. No, <laughs> thank you. <I laughs> You'll mean, I love ne- this. I never clicked them. I never clicked them. So I'm, you know, but I like to like, on them. I like to look through and see the terrible names. It'll be something like the Starfighter from space, <laughs> you mm. know, like just horrible things. And as I was going through, I see Legend of Vox Machina and I see the rating is like a 95% on Rotten Tomato. And I'm like, okay, I just assumed this was garbage because of what I've seen of it. Like, I've only like maybe seen the title card once or twice before. And I was, yeah. But I was like, huh. And I was like, this looks super random, but it's in the art style of Invincible. You know what I mean? So uh. I was like, well, I liked Invincible. Invincible absolutely surprised me. So let me click on it. Man, that show is solid. It's irreverent. Let me warn you that. It is absolutely irreverent, uh, especially in the beginning. And there's a character who is absolutely ridiculous. Um, I can't even mention what he does half the time. But Ooh. the show, like the storyline and where they go with it, the action, the interesting Things that they put out there that I can't even mention because I don't want to mess, you know, spoil anything. It is a really good show. Like, so I the think marketing was just bad for the show. Horrible, horrible. I mean, the fact that I don't even know, but like, I didn't even really know about it blows my mind. You know, like the show is. And, oh, you know who? What the? Sh- Do you know Critical Role? Do y'all know yeah. Critical Role? This is their show based on their Dungeon and Dragons. Uh, like oh, their campaign, their campaign, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was based on their campaign. I thought they were just connected to it somehow. Yeah, I think it's an actual like, I don't want to say retelling, but it's like a, you know, what I'm saying. Uh, I don't want to say fictionalization because they're, <laughs> you know, critical. Seems, just say retelling. I think. Yeah, that's... retelling. Uh, I'm not okay. sure how close it connects, but um, I mean, if they were making this up on the fly. Like they are, I mean, they probably exaggerated some things for cinematic value. I would imagine. I, I can only, I assume, because I'm like the writing is solid. Um, of yeah. course, the voice acting is solid, and um, the animation is solid. Like it's just solid across the board. It's, it's a great show. I think okay. I've seen a clip from it, but I didn't know what it was, so I, I never looked any deeper. Because yeah, I'm familiar with Critical Role for sure. All I remember from the trailer was that there's like a big monster and some heroes, you know, some like Dungeons and Dragons esque fantasy heroes mm-hmm. show up, and they're like, you know, the Justice League or something. They're big, they're big and bad, and they get blown up, like eviscerated, mm-hmm. and then it cuts to like some, I don't know, slob yelling, and it's like, these are your heroes now, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, I don't care terrible. about the slot. Like that's t- it's so bad. I'm like everyone's done that. It's not a big deal. Yeah, it's, it was, um, that's pretty. But bad. you're saying you're saying it's better. So the that sequence you mentioned, that first half, is just like the first like minute of the show. Like yeah, they just that's what I gathered. they just cut it straight. And I guess without the these are your heroes. Essentially, they cut to them in a bar. The who the the main. That sounds about right. Um, well, not not to them. It cuts some like dialogue and then them, but uh, yeah, like it's really solid, and I'm really sad that that trailer is so garbage because mm-hmm. okay, yeah, 
Well, speaking of Invincible, I actually just watched Invincible. Hey, that's, like the that's last, so I think, week or two. Fire, son. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it was really good. I um, People were so tight-lipped about the villainous nature of one of the characters that I thought it was supposed to... I mean, I saw because of memes, but I thought it was supposed to be like a big spoiler. But it's not. They, I was blown away because the very the end of the first episode... Right. Stuff goes down, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Oh, they just tell you immediately mm-hmm. that this guy's a villain." Like, we, okay, we've all seen it, right? Should we just talk about? Well, it? Well, the thing is, we don't know if our listeners have, and we haven't. It, like, yeah, I feel this isn't really this a, isn't a spoiler episode, episode, so it's a yeah. Let me. I not. mean, we could say spoiler alert right now. You cut to the cut let to me give you a timestamp. You don't even need. You want me no to point, do more editing work, and I'm not doing more editing work. <laughs> so we're not gonna we're not gonna discuss it that much. I don't think there's any point. Man. But yeah, it was really good. I loved the, um, it was kind of corny sometimes, but it felt like a realistic take on an unreal, unrealistic world. Mm. You know, Kiesha is asking like, you know, so like what happens, you know, did they all have the same powers or the powers genetic? And I'm like, no, it's like comics. Like everyone has different powers for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Some of it's technology. You just have like these villains popping up out of nowhere who can do all this crazy stuff. There isn't, you don't need a backstory. It's just is. Yeah. You know, um, which, you know, for someone who's coming from something like My Hero Academia, where everything is quirks, everything is like everyone has crazy different weird quirks, but it kind of all is part of the same concept. And so Mm -hmm. it's, it's homogenous in that way. Whereas this is not. Um, And she's like, well, does everyone have powers? I'm like, no, all the main characters, most of the main characters do because. It's about superheroes, but, you know, it's a normal, I guess, percentage of heroes that were powered to unpowered people in any other superhero world. Anyway, it was good. Like you said, the animation was really good. It definitely looked like what I'd seen. Or I I saw Vox Machina, I think, on a, uh, on a suggestion page somewhere. I'm like, oh, I bet they're the ones who did Invincible, too. Had to. Because it does look very similar. Um, extremely violent sometimes. You're not ready for um, it. Yeah, I wasn't ready for it. Uh, I really wasn't. Like, I, it, <laughs> that first violent sequence in the, at the end of the first episode, I was yelling. I was like, oh, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I was by myself, and I'm like, what is happening? Um, but I, but it's, but it wasn't just for fun, you know, it was to make a point about, the cruelty and and just disrespect of some characters. Yeah. So, it was good. I enjoyed it a lot. I I understand why everyone loves it. Yeah. Uh, I thought I was hoping there'd be a second season out by now, and I could just roll into that, but there's not. So should be coming out this year. Oh yeah. This year? Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I think they just announced it, in like maybe in December, or, or pretty recently. There's some yeah. books too. Yeah, so you know how I talked about, oh, well, I guess I haven't mentioned this on the podcast yet. I briefly, I'll just say, I made a list of almost all of my video games across Steam and PlayStation, PS Plus, Nintendo, and um, like other PC platforms like Humble Bundle and Itch. Mm -hmm. It's a very long list. I did this so that I could like look at what games I already own. So I stop repeating, repeat buying games. Cause I've done that a few times where like, 
you know, I'll get something on PS Plus and just forget about it because I never, I haven't had a chance to play it yet. And then it's on sale on my Steam wish list because I never took it off. And I'm like, oh yeah, and I buy it. Um, so I did that to be a little more organized. But while I was doing that, I was going through my old Humble Bundles from like back when Humble Bundle was still good. And I have a bunch of Skybound ebooks, including volumes one and two of Invincible. Ooh. Oh, really? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've apparently known about this this series for like a decade <laughs> <laughs> and had it just had no idea. And that was like the day after I started watching on Amazon. So it was a really weird coincidence. How serendipitous. Yeah. You are always a fan. You just never knew it. Yeah. I was always a fan. Speaking of ebooks, so the reason, there is no reason. Uh, something I wanted to say when you talked about Vox Machina, it sounds like if you, I don't know what direction the show goes, but mm-hmm. there is a webcomic that I read online called Gilded Age. One or two of the listeners of this podcast will know what I'm talking about. And it's a similar idea where you have a Dungeons and Dragons world with uh, a ragtag group of heroes that form together and end up saving the world. Um, And there's, it's the kind of thing that seems like, you know what it is like, cool, it's fantasy, but then it just suddenly explodes into like all sorts of stuff. And it's way better than it has any right to be. And if you can get into web comics, I heavily suggest it to you guys, but also to the listeners. Uh, I love reading web comics, so it was no, no, uh, no second thought for me. But. Wait, what was it called again? It's called Gilded Age. I think I don't remember if it's gilded with a U or without a U, but Gilded Age. Heroic Age. Okay, that's, yeah. that's perfect. Check it out. No, uh, I don't mind the art changes over time. It's one of those comics where like you can tell the artist got better. Or no, they changed artists, so like the style changes, but mm. bear with it, I guess. Bear with the change. Um I did I did want to say uh, Invincible is one of those things where so Invincible was the first of that type of animation that I saw yeah. in the adult perspective, right? Cuz like there's some shows like on Cartoon Network, like I think The New Justice League and like some other shows that kind of are reminiscent maybe the same studio i don't know but like it kind of felt very like saturday morning cartoon cartoon mm-hmm. network to me when i first saw it invincible did or yeah the other shows? invincible because i'd seen shows in the past that had a similar art style and they're very much for like teenagers you know like and they're normally similar in tone you know somewhat kind of gets deep but it's really like Never gets too, too deep, you know, other than like maybe personal interaction. So anyway, the reason I even watched the show, I'd seen it plenty of times on Prime was because of Marcus. Shout out to Marcus. Um, And Marcus just simply said, y'all need to watch Invincible. I'm not telling you anything. Something like that. He's like, just watch it. That'll hook you. And I was like, hmm. And normally like Marcus will, you know, suggest a show. He'll explain it or, you know, a movie or whatever. But the fact that he kind of left that, like, period, I was like, interesting. And at that time, I had just, you know, been married to Shailene not too long before that. And I, and we'd been watching a lot of shows. And I was like, hey, Marcus suggested Invincible. You know, we got some time tonight. You know, you mind watching the first episode with me? And she was like, okay. And the way that it starts is kind of like, I don't want to say random. 
but it doesn't really prepare you for what's coming. Like, it's just two... two you mean the opening scene? The opening or? scene. Like, the two security guards are just chatting. Oh, yeah. You know, and then and the, yeah. things start happening. And you're like, oh, this is different. Like, it sets the tone. Absolutely. But Yeah, but yeah and it establishes the characters. And it's it, like, it, it, boom. It accomplishes a lot in that first scene. Yeah, that first scene, like, tells you everything about the brutality the nature of the show but then the end of the first episode sets a whole nother precedent yeah i don't uh, think it really trajectory. tells you much about the brutality it's the end that well, the, tells you about the brutality well the beginning you know it's it's i mean it's well i'm the end tells you about the beginning tells you about like about what people are willing to do in general and like what the world is like, like you could just get killed by a random villain at any point. Yes, but the end tells you what one man is willing to do. <laughs> I mean, it, it sets it sets the pace, like of yeah. what's coming. And yes, the ending is very like of that first episode is very shocking. But it's like at least they gave me a little bit of like okay, like I can choose now if I want to get off this train. You know? Yeah, it yes. ramps. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I appreciate and that, I, and I really appreciated that. And I think that. I don't know. I have a mixed feeling about like the adult nature of the animation, but because sometimes it does feel gratuitous. Like I don't think you necessarily have to do all that, but I appreciate them going all in on their choice. You know, um, yeah. Some some of it I, I wonder, it, like, oh, would the story be just as strong if you just like brought it back fifteen percent? But hey, they made an artistic choice. You know, I don't know. I don't think it would. I think. I think the the, gratu- the gratuity of it is in line with the character that they were building. It sells it because yeah, I, I don't know if you ever seen the boys, but it's just Mm-mm. whenever you're dealing with superheroes, like everything is over dramatized, and so I think that them going all in with the gratuitous nature of you know showing that impact just help to like level it out and say we're 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 dealing with a different level here mm-hmm. it's like you yeah. feel that the entire time you're watching the show yeah my the only reason i feel that is because there's some people i'd like to suggest the show to who i think would really enjoy the story outside of like the brutality but i know they'll never watch it because same once they see that they're like i'm out you know like mm-hmm. this is not my type of thing but they're missing such like that to me is brings the reality like it it brings the the grounding in the world you know it, it's kind yeah. it's kind of like um like i haven't personally watched it but it's like a uh, game of thrones they have a lot of like sex in it and like stuff like that and mm-hmm. it brings grounding to the world like and what it is and how things work but i think that that personally turns me off from the show i'm like i don't really want to see all that i just want to see the the politics and the action and like the yeah, yeah, the yeah. character development and so uh, you know uh, it's an artistic choice and I'm not mad at it personally it doesn't really bother me that much but uh, it's always sad to me when I'm like man I really want to suggest a show to somebody but like this one yeah. element is a little bit too much I think the I think that both in the boys and in um, gosh in Invincible I think that. One of the upsides, a major upside, maybe the reason they did this, uh, to the, all the violence, not all the violence, but I guess around all the violence around this one character specifically, but in general, just the violence of the show, is that it helps us 
to understand how fragile everybody is, right? In the face of some of these, you know, these villains. And, um, you know, like in, uh, gosh, in The Boys, I, I haven't watched it, but I watched clips online and stuff. And um, every time there's a scene, I've seen enough that every time I'm watching some clip and Homelander is on the screen, I am uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like there's dread just mm-hmm. from seeing him. If he's in the room alone with somebody... I'm like very uncomfortable. Yeah, even because more. you don't know if that person is going to live in the next five minutes or not. And similarly, there were some characters in the show and Invincible that, like, I think you're supposed to kind of be on edge. Like, is this man going to kill this character, or like, what's going to happen? Like, you never really knew, right? Um, and you could tell they felt the same way. At least the ones that didn't, you know, that knew like what the score was. They felt the same way. Like I could die at any second. Like, you know, there's sweating bullets, and the reader feels, or the the watcher feels the same. So I think it's important to have, even though it is gratuitous. Like it's important to, to do that, make that decision. And I agree with what you said earlier, Bradston, about the uh, being able to share it because I feel that way a lot yeah. about like a lot of shows. Yeah. That any of those adult themes, like if there's a lot of cursing in it, I can't share with certain people. I I personally I couldn't watch Game of Thrones. Or The Witcher, because mm. thankfully, you know, the, the first episodes bore all, if you will. And so I was like, yeah, I'm not I'm not here for that. And so I didn't watch them. But I feel the same way that I, I wish I, I wish there was a way around that stuff to where I could enjoy the rest of it. Because I will say, even like in, Invincible, it's not it's not something I would typically watch. But mm-hmm. I think it being animated definitely helped. Um and it kind of desensitized me, I think, <laughs> to be prepared for the boys because mm. I watched them very close together. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then trying to watch something like that now, I don't even know if I could stomach it, to be honest. You know, it's it's so interesting because Witcher is a great example of like, I, like, and this is just maybe just media in general, right? They like front load a lot of stuff. They want to entice you. And then like the show sometimes is not even really like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like... And, and not to say that The Witcher's not like that, but I do feel you on like, oh, the first episode, I can totally understand why somebody would be like, this may not be for me, may not be for me. And there are some moments where it like harkens back to a little bit of what they did in the first episode. But like most of the show is Geralt of Rivia doing his thing, you know, and yeah. maybe some crudeness here or there, but not more than any other show I've ever watched. But they just like front load it, especially with that scene with the the magician and like stuff like that like it oh the magi- i was like what are you talking about you know, the magician yeah, yeah, yeah. like pretty- it's it feels almost like man like like you, you can't like i get it like people love that kind of stuff but like i don't know it just feels it's kind of like what i was talking about with grand theft auto 5 when when we were talking about that or grand theft auto 4 and it's like man they forced me to do the scene and i just feel like mm-hmm. i can't go back and and I'm really sad that you haven't watched The Witcher. The Witcher is such an incredible show. Yeah. I would I would I would almost go back through it and tell you every moment where you can skip because everything else is <laughs> worth this time. Like genuinely, I think it's that good of a show. I've already been, you know, uh seen it and, you know, experienced it. We've been it. seeing it, me and Brad. We've been I would I would it. do the same. We could we can split up the episodes, Brad. Yeah. And just save you the trouble, like skip here, skip at this point, skip this point. Because a lot of that stuff is not necessary. 
it builds some character develop like some character development but like honestly like you don't need it you no know? you can you can easily skip most of the the raunchy stuff it all almost all of it revolves around yennefer anyway yeah so yeah you know when it's coming yeah. um so this show brings me to and it's funny like these shows all take like are basically the same animation style and the same kind of like general uh feeling a little bit of like what do you call it uh irreverentness in them um a show that i've reverence a reverence is that it <laughs> a reference <laughs> <Yeah>. irrelevance <laughs> um is uh the show called super crooks this show 100 percent flew oh. under my radar i had seen it what interested me is i'd seen invincible so to me now i see that art style you know what i mean like i see it and i go huh maybe the show might have some you know what i mean like when you see it like uh like if i see a studio ghibli film that animation uh-huh. i'm like yeah, yeah oh yeah. this might be good but honestly super crooks was i'm not gonna say it's the greatest show i've ever seen but it surprised me in some really really cool ways and i'm not gonna spoil anything the first episode <laughs> watched it with my mother-in-law my father-in-law and my wife and i knew regret huh I, I, sorry i said regret no, no i do not regret it i was ha- i was so excited to do it because you know how like invincible we talked about invincible sets the tone at the beginning like mm-hmm. super crooks is almost the opposite like it se- <laughs> it sets you on a way like you know what the show is about but you don't really get it and then you get it you know what i'm saying and hmm. I think that when do you get it, you get it. And I really appreciate that approach because even me saying this now, it's not going to really prepare you for what happens. Um, and it's such an interesting take for me on superpowers. That's what it, I enjoyed the most about it. Like some of the most unique powers I've ever seen in any type of media was, really? was in this one. Like um, Invincible. Most of the powers are pretty straightforward, like super pretty standard, pretty yeah. super strange. They're just super ripoffs speed. of like Marvel and DC, yeah, and DC characters. But they went straight alternate universe. Like, what could we like? It's almost like My Hero Academia in a way, where mm-hmm. somebody who has the ability to make sticky balls. Like, how in the world do you implement this in in a reasonable way? Mm-hmm. And the creativity that they show is super cool to me. Like. That's what has me bought into Super Crooks. I'm hoping they make a season two. I hope they make a season three because I want to see more of the the universe, even if it's not following the characters that they followed in this first season. Like, I just really like their take on superpowers. It was really fun. You know, I've seen Super Crooks recommended a couple times, and I keep thinking, like, I've never heard anyone talk about this show, but... I was I was I was curious. I didn't think, oh, maybe it's good. I just thought, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I'll just watch it. But uh, Kiesha wouldn't watch it with me. She was like, no, that looks dumb. <laughs> get, get her. Get, but I, so I guess I guess I just gotta start watching make, it and see what she make does. a deal with her. Say, hey, watch the first episode. Make the decision off of that. And then yeah. if she's not down, cool. Move on. Watch it for yourself. She'll miss on a great experience. But I think I think the first episode will will draw her in. That's when you say, watch the second episode <laughs> and make your decision. <laughs> no, the first episode sucks. Watch the second episode. <laughs> yeah, I think the second episode, you need that first episode. You got you to gotta do it. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I definitely encourage people who 
are just like perfect. I think you have the same exact feeling I had about Super Crooks. Huh. I see it. I don't know if I'm going to go to my way to watch it. But I just so happened to have nothing to watch. And I just wanted something that I didn't really have to pay attention to to play. Yeah. Um, while I did something else. And it was the wrong choice. <laughs> because I ended up. This man did no chores. You know, sitting and watching <laughs> uh, and binge watching it in, I think, a day or two. Every once in a while, I get caught with a show like that. So that joke kind of got me thinking of, I guess, uh, more shows that we've been watching. And like the phenomenon that is a weak first season to these shows that end up having like 10, 12, 15 seasons. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know if you guys ever went back and watched Family Matters. (laughs) Can I say that I I think me and Shailene started watching it a little bit recently. Bro. This that like, first season is tough. Rough, son. It's it didn't get. I have a, no idea how they made it. it. Steve Urkel saved that show. He 100%. did, but he he appears so, so late, late. It, mm-hmm. that I don't understand how he arrived on time. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah, and I, then as someone who did not watch Family Matters much growing up, I a hundred percent thought. That the show was about Steve. Yeah, Michael's he was there. He had to be there day one because he was in everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And the then case. I think Key and Peele also. I, mean, I keep bringing up Key and Peele. They also did a, a sketch about that. Have you seen it? I don't think I don't so. Remember, <laughs> it's about the showrunner trying to like not have Steve Urkel be in an episode for once, <laughs> and like and like Steve like the, the the actor like comes to his office and is like threatening him, and I think he like. <laughs> Forces him to injure himself or something. He's like, "Yeah, I remember that. Next time we try to write me out of an episode or something." It was like <laughs> so <dumb>. hilarious. <laughs> He's like secretly a villain. <laughs> he runs the show. That's awesome. So great. I love King Field. They're like they're literally one of the best. Like they have their finger on the pulse. They, really they do. do. They really do. America's pulse. The pulse of man. No, that's fair. You know, another show that not not similar in the sense that it had a, a rough first season. Actually, had a strong first season. Uh, was uh, Walking Dead. And mm. a, ca- oh, yeah. a character that, like, I don't think they knew would capture people as much as he did was Daryl um, in the yeah. show. Because he was a model and, like, you know, whatever. And his acting was good. Great acting. But, like, his character alone, just how he navigated the waters and the arc. Like, I think for many people, he became, like, the secondary main character. You know? Like... And then hit later Michonne. And it's it's super cool. Like seeing that evolution of a TV show. Because I feel like that's what happens behind the scenes. Like as they're writing shows, they're like, yo, this show's not doing that great. Like what do we do to put some yeah. life in it? And Steve Urkel is the right answer. Steve Urkel. <laughs> We'd never know about Family Matters if Steve Urkel wasn't in that show. Right. And there was another show. And this might be a hot take. But I think... The first Can't season win. of The Office is weak. It's weaker, definitely. Without a doubt. And so I'm also surprised that that show... But I, th- I feel like it almost has like a bell curve to how well it went. Because the last couple of... Until like the very end, which is very sentimental and good. Like mm-hmm. There's a weird couple of seasons that are just... just the, the footing is not sure. It's when it's basically when Steve Carell... Yeah. Yeah. Like leaves the show it, it has it has its moments it's like oh this is good Ooh, this is eh, you know like but you love the uh-huh. characters so you're like invested but right uh, that's how they got you 
Yeah. That first season was definitely them feeling it out. And I think the only reason why they got a second season was because the British office was so popular. And it's like, my, you know, like, give it yeah. another season, you know. And I've never watched The Office. It's, it's, a, good, it's a great ride, man. It's a, I don't know. It's a, I, well, hmm. it probably is. It's probably no reason for me not to watch I it. I think it's a good show to watch with your significant other. Like, there's so many moments that I think will connect to you differently. And mm-hmm. a lot of quotables, a lot of different characters, situations. Um, I definitely Despite the setting, it's like a really good family show. True. Very true. Yeah, I found that when I'm hanging out with people who like The Office and they just have it on TV, I always enjoy watching it with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I'll just be, we'll be in the middle of the season or some, and some random things going on. And they're kind of explaining the necessary context to understand why what is happening is happening. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, cool. And that's good enough for me. I feel like a show like that is so long winded. <laughs> I don't feel like I'll ever know it very well. I don't know. There's something about a long sitcom that just immediately puts me off. Like I haven't watched Seinfeld, even though I love Seinfeld. I just never watched it. And I just never sat down and watched it. I think the interesting thing about a show like The Office is what you just said, Steve, that you could watch any random episode and get some value from it, like some laughs, even if you don't know the characters, and like yeah. get some entertainment. But underpinning it is like a storyline for each of the characters, you know, yeah. how, however you want to do it. And I think that it's also extremely digestible, like just from a purely like, like it's a great show to watch when you have a busy week. Like, you get enough to be enthralled in the characters and their storylines, but it's just light enough to like mm-hmm. make you laugh and smile. And I am definitely a person, you know, the Steve, I will a hundred percent stop watching a show on the second to last episode of a season, <laughs> no matter what people tell me to do. And I genuinely was like, I don't know if I'm going to be into his office. Shining's a big fan of it. She always talks about it, but I am genuinely a fan of that show. Like genuinely, like didn't expect it. Didn't expect it. They did some magic. Truly, truly some magic. Um, so I actually wanted to bring up a show. Uh, shout out to my brother Brandon uh, because he brought up this weekend. We were all hanging out as a family, and this show surprised me, not in a good way. And cool. I think, Steve, maybe you've seen this. I don't know. But even if you haven't, not that I encourage you to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I would never do that. But but it's just as meaning. Like, you know how we make fun of Europa Report a lot? Yeah. Like, Europa Report is just one of the most trash show, movies just ever, right? Um, this movie, this show, there's two seasons, at least, that exist now. I think it got canceled. This show has a solid premise, a very interesting, like, pulls you into the world. You're bought into what it's doing early on, but has some of the worst characters mm. I've ever seen in a show. Like, Shailene would come into the living room and be like, are you okay? Because I would be, <laughs> like, audibly angry at the show because of a decision somebody made. Like, are you serious, bro? Of all the choices you could have made, of all of them, you chose the worst possible. (laughs) And 
Is it called the Europa Reports? <laughs> I should be, honestly. <laughs> and But the thing is, if you're a sci-fi fan, I think you should watch it. Because you're missing out on a really interesting universe that'll make you think just with terrible, terrible character design. Terrible, Dang. terrible character design. And it's hilarious because me and my brother were just talking about some of the stuff that happened in the show and dying laughing. Like, why would they do that at that moment of all moments? What's the name of the show, man? Oh, Let loose. I, oh, I didn't say yet? Oh, sorry. It's called Another Life. Another oh, okay. Life. And I don't, I don't think I've, I've definitely not seen it. I don't know if I've heard of it. Yeah, it's on Netflix. And essentially, the premise is. It's a really cool... Pre- oh, matter of fact, the premise kind of reminds me of... Um, what's the movie with uh, the weird, like, alien ship shows up and they have to figure out what's going on and, like, try to communicate with the aliens? Um, Arrival? Arrival. So, basically, the premise Glad is... Glad you knew. <laughs> I, I, know, I know Steve did. Uh, it's such a great movie. It has a similar premise to Arrival in that an, an object appears on the planet that seems to be literally seamless like there are no seams it's like a cube i believe and it emits no energy like similar to like uh arrival and it's just there and they have no clue what it's about but they start to discover that they can like uh incite it i guess you could say maybe not incite it but they realize that it's doing something but they can't really perceive it and the story starts where there's a mission that's already underway to go to what is the origin of this object. So prior to the show, I, they found out what the origin was and they got like some coordinates and it's like, uh, I don't know, a 10 year journey or something or five years. I can't remember how long. And their goal is to go there and then come back to earth. So it follows like the, what's happening on earth and what's happening in space. Really, really okay. interesting premise. Just characters are so dumb. You're, you have to be ready to be angry. Mm. But I think some of the cool moments are cool enough. Like, I watched the whole series, you know? Like, beginning How long to is end. It? Uh, it's two seasons. Um, I think 45-minute long episodes. Maybe eight, ten episodes per season. Um, okay. Yeah. So, I don't recommend it from, like, a purely, like, it's not the greatest <laughs> show. But I think if you're a sci-fi fan you'll really like the premise and what they do with it, but you'll hate the characters. I can promise you that. Except for maybe one or two. You'll hate everybody. You know, so. Cool. Another Life. I recommend it for you, Steve. Kyle, you might not be a sci-fi fan, so I don't know if it's a show you want to partake in, but I think Steve. Kyle, you need to stretch your legs a little, bro. <laughs> I didn't even say anything. Y'all over there making assumptions. What's the last Are you going to watch what? it? Wait, wait, wait. Let, before we ask him that. What's the last sci-fi movie or TV show that you've watched? I mean, do you count Star Wars as sci-fi? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> sure, sure. Okay, let's not choose a super popular franchise like Star Wars. Because to me, that's cheating, personally. What okay. sci- sci-fi or TV show or movie have you watched most recently other than is, Star Wars? Was Bell sci-fi? Uh... uh not really. And we we forced that on you. <laughs> That's a hilarious choice. It's more fantasy. It's like it is sci-fi and fantasy, like a mix. I wouldn't even call it fantasy. It it was 
It was romantic. <laughs> it was drama. It drama. Was a, it Drama's was a, a better drama. way. It was a drama. Sci-fi yeah. drama. Fair. It's barely even sci-fi. Like, half this technology exists now. <laughs> it's more of a There's, setting. It's a sci-fi setting. It's a sci-fi setting. Sure. I mean... Hunger Games had like some futuristic <laughs> stuff in it. Oh my gosh, stretching. <laughs> so I don't, I don't watch like a bunch of stuff in general. So, so, so like, what we need to do, Steve, out offline, is create a sci-fi like, like here are the five essential things that you need to watch, and then you can say you you have a good grasp on sci-fi. <laughs> we should make like a top fifty. Shows and TVs and make him watch three. Out of out of fifty? Out of fifty. Yeah, you have plenty of choice. That isn't that's almost too much choice. (laughs) What we can do is we each choose one, me like all three of us, we all choose one. So he can choose one randomly, but we choose the other two. Oh gosh. I I I don't know if I trust you enough. Oh, I'm gonna give you the best. We're definitely not going to put Europa Report on there. Yeah, that's not. Even- Have you seen Interstellar? No. Oh. You see, oh. there's so many, Ooh. so many easy like gotcha like gimmies to Ooh. to give him. Interstellar is one of the best movies ever. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to buy it on Blu-ray just so I can. Watch oh man, it. that movie's kind of old, isn't it? Yeah, I mean not that. I mean in the in the scheme of sci-fi movies, no, but it's like what seven years old, eight years. Does Men in Black count? Sure. Popular. I've seen I've seen all the men in blacks. It's not on the same level as Star Wars. It it is. It's not. It is. It is hundred uh, percent as on the same level. It's not it's not as classic popular. as Star Wars, but it's definitely as popular. It's like the you last saying, one didn't do that well. It's like it's like you saying you're into <laughs> kung fu movies and you've seen Rush Hour. Like it's definitely a like a movie that has kung fu in it, but like that's not you know what I'm saying? Like it's too nah. popular. Kung so, Fu movies now. Ip Man. Ip Man is that, also a popular Kung Fu movie. The trilogy. Yeah, the good trilogy. trilogy. <laughs> Once again, I get you, but like you've touched the surface. So What's you want me to watch obscure stuff? Not obscure. Good. Good stuff. Stuff that like it's obscure pure. isn't inherently bad. Ha- have you seen Ex Machina? No. Have you seen? Well, no, you haven't seen Interstellar. Interstellar. He hasn't. He hasn't seen Annihilation. Annihilation. You've seen Annihilation. I, don't think I, would, I don't think I would give him Annihilation. No, that's the one with the the aliens. Uh, yes. Sort of. <laughs> oh. Probably. You're thinking of Arrival. I, pff, I don't know. All of them have aliens. All of them man. have aliens. But, but <laughs> sci-fi, bro. But but that's oh, the thing. But that's the thing about sci-fi. Like, yeah, like they have aliens, but that's not always like. What makes it sci-fi? You know what I mean? Yeah, I've watched this. Yeah. Uh, I've watched a. It was a John Claude Van Damme movie mm-hmm. about space. No, about space. Yeah, there was like some weird gladiators he had to fight, but they were wearing spacesuits, and one of them was driving a space golf cart, and he mm. kicked them out of it. Was it John Claude Van Damme? Uh, you're gonna have to be more it's specific. So no, or just this is pick all a different movie. Ugh, man, what Space about that one with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Okay, um, okay. So this is. Let, let me just say this. <laughs> this is an offline goal. Yeah, right, offline. So. But I'll say this: the the reason I don't think you're a sci-fi fan yet is because most of the movies you've watched are just top billing t- 
type of shows that pretty much any person would watch because there's an Arnold Schwarzenegger, a Will Smith, a John Claude Van Damme, uh, you know, you name the big name actor who brings anybody to the box office. You got to watch mm-hmm. shows that don't necessarily have that that front runner, that showrunner. So I've seen. I'm sure I've seen some of these B list. I just don't remember the names of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Interstellar has good actors in yeah, it, yeah. so it's not like but it's, it isn't, but it's, that isn't the whole story. But it's pretty like, I mean, it's definitely a popular movie, but it's like... I want him to watch Sunshine, but I don't he's know not, if... He's not ready. If it deserves... He's not ready. If it, if it should be on the list. That, that should be, if you complete this these shows, bonus. then you're ready for this. It's kind of like how... What's the show? Like, it's an anime, like you don't suggest to people, like... I wouldn't necessarily, uh, for example, suggest Parasite to people who are getting new to anime. It's not beginner anime. Exactly. Like it's, it's not beginner sci-fi. Yeah, it's like it's intermediate to advanced. It's, like, hey, it's pretty I easy to digest, though, I beginner thought. beginner sci-fi, man. Give me, like, <laughs> give me intermediate. We'll give you intermediate. You'll be fine. I mean, I think, inter- I think Interstellar is intermediate. Like, yeah. like, it's popular, but I do think Interstellar. it's Interstellar. You, you know what's advanced? Tenet. Tenet is an advanced. I actually kind of want to see that, but I thought that one was like a really popular one. It wasn't that it's popular, popular because uh, it's so Christopher because Nolan, Nolan. But yeah. I don't think if it was if it wasn't for Christopher Nolan, I don't think most people would have seen the movie. Yeah. Hmm. Look, we'll we'll talk more about this. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna go get back to the subject. Say something. All right. So my. What I'm bringing up now is not as much about the show specifically, mm-hmm. but it's about the surprise of me and of me partaking in a new genre. Ooh. So I might have mentioned this. Keisha likes she really likes to dabble in K dramas. Okay. And that is something I never touched before. First of all, almost all of them revolve around some sort of romance mm-hmm. and that I mean, like when I'm once I'm watching, well, I have found that once I'm watching that, I can get into that. But on the surface, there's you know there's an initial uh, wall that I have to cross, resistance. and that is not enough to make me cross. Yeah, there's resistance. Thank you. That's fair. But uh, she was watching a show called Extraordinary Attorney Wu, which is on Netflix. Interesting. And it's about a woman, uh, a young woman who is autistic and, and she is an extremely gifted well also she's a gifted lawyer but she is obsessed with laws so she's memorized like all of the laws in korea essentially huh. and on top of that she has the typical like excellent character traits and blah 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 so overall she ends up being a pretty good lawyer but uh she gets she gets pulled into let me not say that um she gets a job offer at a very prestigious law firm where she had previously been denied all of her job uh, applications, probably because she's autistic. And so she's a new girl working at this law firm at the bottom. And, you know, there's she starts to like one of her co-workers and one of the other co-workers who's another lawyer, another young lawyer is really like cutthroat and doesn't like her, doesn't like that she gets special treatment and one of her... One of her bosses is very like generous and uh, kind. Uh, I was going to say graceful with her, oh, okay. gracious with her, because he he understands that she's talented, but maybe isn't is kind of weird. And so overall, it's just 
That's a fun show. It's fun to see how the law situations play out because a lot of it isn't about the romance. It's about like the other aspects of her life, like dealing with social issues, not issues, social anxiety, so dealing with um, the the question of like who her mother is because her mom isn't in the picture. It turns oh. out she's like another high powered lawyer working at a different firm. And so there's like intrigue and politics and the the classic like episode long procedural law typical stuff um so it was really great and then you combine that with like the typical k drama like um all it's all set in like very beautiful areas um clean offices this one guy gets in the hospital and i'm like bro his hospital room looks like an airbnb (laughs) it's so nice um so it's just very charming and i found myself like paying more attention when she would watch it when i was in the room Hmm. um and now she's watching something else she's probably not going to keep watching it but it's like a similar premise i guess this this girl who was become she's like a lawyer secretary but she's actually an actress a famous actress and she's washed up and she's i guess they're they're setting up him and her the her, the secretary and the guy she works for as like the romance. It seems to be more romantic and kind of goofy. It's really funny because like, I don't, it's just a totally different culture over there. They are extremely loose with like sound effects and stuff. Mm. So like somebody will say something and maybe, you know, the stoic character just raises an eyebrow instead of like laughing and they'll do like a want want like sound effect really? to show that the joke didn't land. Um, I think at one point there was like an awkward silence, and one of the characters is blinking, and they like they like a, they make little like dinking noises on her blinks. Yeah, and so it's just so goofy, it's like a cartoon. It's almost huh. like a cartoon, but it's you know oh the best. <laughs> this is the best part. I'm just gonna describe this scene. All right, uh, the stoic lawyer shows up late to a company party and his secretary you know she's she's unhappy with the way things have been going with him and with the rest of her job and so she's really drunk at this party and when she sees him she's like oh you're finally here i need to say something to you and she goes up to him but she trips and he it's like it it switches to slow motion she's like slowly falling towards him and he just dodges her wow oh Instead of catching her, he just turns a little bit to the side and she like goes past him and it shows in slow motion. She looks up at him in horror. He's looking <laughs> at her with no, with a neutral expression. She's, she catches like one of those rolling trash cans that like a, a custodian would have mm-hmm. and s- can't get her balance. So she's like pushing the trash can. It's rolling away from her and she's trying to keep up with it. And they put like vroom, vroom, like car sound oh effects. Oh my God. That's, that's lady. <laughs> and then she falls and they'd have like a like car crash sound effect what in the world somebody is having a good <laughs> <Sorry>. time <laughs> the foley artist so, is like yeah yes dude the foley artist is so what unhinged. can i get away with yeah so i've been enjoying it you know extraordinary attorney woo she's obsessed with with whales and so every time she has an epiphany it's like a jimmy neutron brain blast it like slows down the whole scene wind blows her hair away light lights her up and she has like a vision of like whales and dolphins in the ocean. And then suddenly she's like talking about some huge revelation she had. And you're like, what? 
but that's just that's just how the show wow. goes. It's like the noodle dance. I don't know if y'all ever watched PB and J Otter. Yes, it's like the noodle dance. Do it's like Jimmy Neutron going dance. brain blast. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. That's so, interesting. That's that's my surprise. Is that like it's exactly what I expected? I just didn't, I just didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I do. I like that. I have a show that's similar to that, but I like to hear Kyle. Do you have another show that you want to share? Um, does it have to be a show that I liked or just something I watched? or so, Just something you're watching recently? Just something you want to talk about. We're chilling. We just All right. Cut. We're growing out. So, as I mentioned before, me and the wife have been like on this animated show kick. And it's a, it's a popular franchise, so don't destroy me. But um, <laughs> basic. See, I knew it was coming. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I had my eye on it for a while. I've been aware of it for a good stretch of time. And I don't really know what, I guess, inclined us to finally give it a try. But um, like the the animated Star Wars series is the 3D ones. Like Clone Wars. Yeah. So we watched Clone Wars, Rebels, and the Bad Batch, like back to back. And when I tell you that these shows are better than they have any right to be, yeah, yeah, man, like this, I, I, it's hard to explain, and I'm not going to get into any details or anything, but I, I can't recommend them enough. Like on every account, like they look great, the soundtrack, of course, is great, and you know, you get incredible amounts of like lore, and they fill in some gaps, and you get to see, you know, Anakin and. All the characters, I'm not going to name them all because there's a, a bazillion in there. But you get to yeah. see them like in a different light. And um, and then whenever they go on to the other series, is, 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 is the Rebels. And then hearing what happens with, with them and the Bad Batch, which focuses on some of the clones. Ah, it's, it's just all so good. I wish there were more. I think there's going to be a, a, I think another... Um, season of Bad Batch is, is about to come out. But there's a really bad Star Wars show in there, too, um, that I wouldn't suggest watching. <laughs> but the ones that look like Clone Wars, watch those. Wait, wait, which, which is the bad one? the bad one, I know. So the bad one was uh, Star Wars Resistance. I don't it know looks... Resistant or Resistance? Resistance. Uh, I think it cut off a little bit. I was like, what is I don't know if I'm familiar with that one. I don't think I've heard of that. Maybe because it's so, it's so bad. bad. It wasn't good. I think it's the one we started watching first because it was the newest. But so it looks oh, kind of like the other it. ones, but it's like it's got this really highlighted shell shaded. But it just the writing was really bad. It seemed like it was a completely different studio writers. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it just fell flat from the first episode. And it kind of got us off watching these for a while. Mm. But then we got back into Clone Wars. You know, I've always felt odd about clone wars and bad batch there's like a weird thing about how the animation style like the decision for the 3d models that are like kind of kitty you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like yeah. it feels like it's a kid's show but like you said it's very much like a very like real co- things are happening real dilemmas real conversations real choices that have effects on the universe yeah. and cool moments too and cool moments but i don't know yeah. why i have like this cognitive dissonance with that show like i just 
like I've watched like I don't know how many seasons five of how how many are there of Clone Wars? I don't know. I've watched a whole bunch. Oh, I don't of them. remember. It's a bunch. I've watched. Isn't there also a two D animated Star Wars cartoon? There so, is. So that one is more of like a mini series. You talking about the old one, like the older older one? Yeah, before Disney bought them. I remember which one you're talking about. I don't. I didn't watch that one. I but, always get it and closed Clone Wars mixed up. The, the, I, I never watched either one. There's one that came out right before Clone Wars, in between Episode One and Two, or Two and Three, I believe. I think it's between Two and Three, yeah. and it's absolutely incredible. It is one of yeah. the best pieces of animation, hands down. Um, it feels like Samurai Jack. That's what yeah, I mean. that that one. Yeah, yeah. It is so good. The writing is so good. The thing that it's sad, but why it's so good as well is that the episodes are like five to ten minutes, and oh, I did. They're know like that. they're kind of shorts, but they're so, it's so a legit miniseries. Yeah, they're so okay, tight. That makes sense. They're so that tight. Makes, that explains why I didn't know much about it. Yeah, I remember one scene of like Mace Windu like taking yes. down an entire like invading army, including like this huge ship that made giant hammer. The, fisted yeah yeah on. the hammer ship i guess that was where the legend of samuel jackson uh-huh. you know, or mace windu playing samuel jackson started like yeah so mace windu that's playing like the whole episode samuel i guess jackson. yeah yeah like <laughs> okay that that series is really great it like it's really short and sweet but also like colors so much explains a lot of the characters and why they do what they do um but the, and and i was a big fan of samurai jack and Samurai Jack always seemed pretty serious to me. It was goofy, you know what I'm saying? Like, sure. But like the consequences seemed very serious in the moment, and the fights were very serious. I don't know Clone Wars. I just like I really enjoyed the show, but I just never can pick it up. Like I stopped watching it, and every time I look at it, I was like, man, I love the story, but I'm like, I don't know. I can't break it, dude. You know what else had like surprisingly, well, not surprisingly, um, had off-putting art and off-putting art style. But was like a surprisingly decent cartoon. The uh, animated Green Lantern cartoon. Like Which is one? The, is that the one in the style of of Incredible? I mean, Invincible. No, it's it look it's like three D. It looks like uh, oh, it's three D. From from what I understand, from what I imagine, Clone Wars looks like. Yeah, it's three D. I don't remember. It's that like one. it's like oh. bad three D. And this is on Cartoon Network. I don't remember. I think I watched it on um, your WB. On like maybe it was on like the WB's like w- website, or I, or I watched it on Netflix or something. Huh. If you can, f- yeah, Green Lantern animated cartoon. It has like it has characters from like the Red Lantern Corps. It has uh, an artificial intelligence romance story. It has all sorts of crazy stuff. Really. I mean, Green yeah. Lantern is a pretty good character. I could see his show being. Yeah, he definitely deserved his own show. Yeah. It was just. Unfortunate that it was animated like that. And the movie was so trash. Oh, yeah, that was also <laughs> that was with Ryan Reynolds or something. Mm-hmm. Man, that movie was so bad. Like, did you? <laughs> yeah. What were you gonna say? That was rough. I was gonna say you reminded me of a scene. One of the gags in I think Deadpool two. I didn't watch it, but I, I heard about the gag. Is uh, I think he kills Ryan Reynolds as he's taking the the offer for uh, yeah <laughs> for Green Lantern. Oh really? Hilarious. Yeah, he like shoots him, he shoots himself in the head. That's crazy. And Classic. He, he kills the old Deadpool too, the one from the um X-Men movies. Oh, oh yeah, he does. Crazy yeah. blade body Deadpool with laser beam. Yeah, eyes. Deadpool Origins. Yeah, Oof. that was 
interesting. Um, oh, I was, I was going to say, Kyle, I, can you convince me to pick mm. back up Clone Wars? Like, what? Like, like I said, I think the show is Try good, your hardest. But, like, what will help me get over this cognitive dissonance? Dissonance. Ooh. Dissonance. So you said that it's uh, the art style that's got you? Yeah, it's like I the mean, art style. Yeah. Close your eyes. <laughs> yeah, just listen to it. Just listen to it. <laughs> and, and sometimes it just feels kind of kitty to me, even though, I don't know. I guess it's kind of hard for me to say, because I don't know what is invoking that about it. Because it, it does have like some pretty dark undertones. Like The characters are blocky. And so I, I can definitely see. But... I don't know. I feel like the story kind of overshadows, you know. And then the choreography is really good. The voice acting is, is really good. I, I don't so know. I, what I'm I, hearing is watch one episode. And you'll be back in, yeah. And then I'll just send it yeah. into the, the dungeon like I do with every other show. Ah, mm-hmm. I'm good. Okay, well, <laughs> I, I, I guess I'll take that and I'll consider it. I don't have. Yeah, I don't have a compelling argument. I, just think I should really also watch show. it. I should also watch it. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I think I'll start watching because I've been looking for a show that's kind of like long and also like not that's has an interesting story, but also something that I can kind of watch but not pay attention to at times. And since I've seen a lot of it already, that feels like a good candidate. Like, I already know most of the beats, you know, of the story, at mm. least the first few seasons. Okay, you might have convinced oh, And me. also, to see Anakin and Ahsoka's relationship, like how that comes to a, a close, is is pretty, it's kind of, it's worth it for that too. That's true. I, um, I was watching the new Star, uh, the, the Mandalorian with a friend who had seen all this other stuff. And a lot of stuff in the Mandalorian like triggered him. He was like, "Oh, oh, I know her from, uh, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. from uh, the Clone Wars." Like he he knew stuff I didn't because I'd only seen the movies. Yeah. So so I could, that could be a selling point. It will fill in more gaps as you continue to watch. Okay. I mean, I like the Mandalorian a lot. I was happy to see Ahsoka in there. I, Ahsoka was like a little bit annoying to me when I first started watching it, but like I don't know, maybe it's like she leveled out or something. But in the um, Clone Wars, yeah, um, yeah, like every every couple of seasons, she just miraculously is like a couple years older. It's kind of weird, but yeah, like a little less annoying for whatever reason. So, all right, I, I will consider it. Thank you, good sir. Um, one show I didn't, one show I want to throw out there, and it kind of goes back to what you were talking about, Steve, with the extraordinary agent Wu. Attorney. Attorney. Ooh, I was close. Almost. I was so close. Um, was a show that, once again, it's not a show that I heavily recommend. Once again. But if if you are interested in shows that do weird and interesting things, and kind of almost the premise is like, okay, so this show called Glitch. Um, and it's on Netflix. Oh no! Have you watched it? Have you watched it? <laughs> Did I watch it with you? No, no. It's set. It's set in New Zealand, right? Oh, you talking about there is? Is that called Glitch too? I thought it was. Yeah, the one where all these people yeah. come back. From the dead. <laughs> I wasn't talking about that one, but I forgot about that one. Yeah, there's 
that show is similar to me when I think of another life of characters doing stupid stuff. <laughs> like, 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 why are you doing this? Like, so now you understand why. Why not explain it? Just explain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, no, but not that glitch. It's a it's a Korean made show, like a sci fi show. Okay. K glitch. And, and the premise is that there's a girl who basically sees aliens like good (laughs) good that's all i need she (laughs) she sees aliens and it seems as if they're trying to communicate something to her but she's not sure what and she's kind of tried to avoid it for most of her life but now she's in the state where she feels like she wants to figure it out because people have kind of like uh what's the word like you know marked her with that experience or whatever um like what her encounter kind of messed her head up a little bit and like oh interesting like it's it's like hard to explain but like she's the only one that sees these aliens so in a way she seems you know like kind of crazy but she doesn't talk about it openly because of the stigma that's the word i want to use there's a stigma behind it so anywho it just starts with her investigating um, these aliens, and it kind of starts with her meeting this group of people who are like alien, like enthusiasts, and they're all super ridiculous people. Like <laughs> all of them are ridiculous, and um, it goes in interesting direction. Like very rarely does the show surprise me, and it surprised me with where they went with it, um, and. I don't know if they're going to have another season or how what they're going to do, but um, it's a show that I I wouldn't necessarily recommend to everybody. But if you're interested in a, a show that like takes you on a different type of journey, like I, I don't know if it's the like, I don't know. It's, it's a very interesting take, kind of like you were saying, Steve, about like there's some choices that seem very odd to you, like the noise and the sound effects and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It feels like because it's a foreign film a foreign tv show there's certain things that i don't fully understand why they do it but it's interesting to see them do it and then there's some cultural aspects that i am ancillary uh, ancillarily aware of that i get why they do certain things and i'm like oh this is an interesting like it i don't know i I really liked the experience i'd probably give the show like a seven maybe but i enjoyed the experience out of 10 okay. yeah seven maybe a 6.5 like not the greatest show i've ever seen but it was so you're saying i should watch it to out of curiosity not as much to have my mind blown yeah yeah out of just like purely like it's definitely a good show to do something else while watching and have the dubs on mm. just watch it dubbed um and since just, you love the other glitch you'll love this glitch <laughs> you'll love this one <laughs> the characters are a lot less stupid in this one um And they explain stuff. Like, that glitch show, man, like, it seemed like they were never going to explain anything, in my opinion. It just seemed like things were just happening. And, like, people were just just taking it at face value. Like, like, just just tell somebody something. (laughs) Like, anyway. So, I say if you're curious, checking out, and it's a sci-fi kind of drama. I think I think you'll you'll get a kick out of glitch. You walk away sure. like, huh? That was interesting. 
I do have another show that I've I picked up and then put back down again because I uh, I realized once again that it's it'd be impossible to watch it. But I wa- I watched the first few episodes of One Piece again. Oh, mm. oh! Did my- you watch it on my account on Netflix? Uh, yeah, it might have been. I think my- you did because I've been trying to figure out who was watching One Piece. I was like, <laughs> I have not been watching One Piece, but it's in my like continue, and I'm like. Maybe it was my father-in-law, but he has his own account. I was super confused. Now it makes sense. I've literally been like, maybe I'm tripping. It was you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you were sleep watching One Piece. But anyway, so it wasn't it wasn't my idea though. Like my my brother-in-law put it on while they were over, mm. and so we just ended up watching a a couple of the episodes. A likely story. <laughs> it's true. You better not have given him my Netflix information. Oh, yeah. We watched it on his iPad. (laughs) I guess I'm booting everybody, but go ahead. But, yeah, so it's just something else, I guess, that I picked up that I definitely want to watch. But I guess in the same way you want to watch Naruto again, I I don't know when, how. (laughs) There's just there's simply not enough time. I need a couple of lifetimes. It's way too much. But it's so good, man. It's Dude, so good. It's such a good show. And it's so sad that it feels like an impossible task. It really <laughs> you know does. It's insurmountable. I think I've shared this before, but there's like top two moments in all anime in that show for me. From the same show, two moments mm-hmm. that are the best in any anime I've ever seen. And... You, it's so sad that you have to say, oh, you need to watch a thousand episodes. A thousand. <laughs> to appreciate the one moment. You know, like may, maybe that's like episode 300 and the other one's episode 700. But like, what? You know? Those numbers don't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Good yeah. Lord. I mean, all I would say is if any human being wants to watch that, watch it with a filler guide. Because you could probably skip like 10 episodes at a time. You know, from at, at moments, but man, it's so good. Ah, oh, so sad. So good. That's the type of that's the type of show that I want to watch even the filler for, because mm. even though it doesn't necessarily progress the plot, I feel like it would still be well written and enjoyable to watch for something. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Have you watched filler, Kyle? Wrong assumption. I have. Yeah, it's- and it's like low maintenance, man. I mean, there's there's tons of filler in Dragon Ball Z, so I'm uh-huh. definitely getting not, not maintenance, low effort. Getting my fill of filler. You know what I say? Are you not skipping the filler? Huh? I, I'll say that Dragon Ball Z filler is worth watching, for the most part. Like, and it's few and far between. It's like in between arcs, right? Like normally, like when things are happening, you're not really getting much filler. You might have one one off where like like Goku on uh, what's it called? serpent's way yeah there's some filler in there but i think that filler is yeah decent like it's actually kind of fun to watch one piece you wouldn't say that about one piece filler i like some of the bleach filler i think bleach filler was good i think i mean once again measuring it versus the show yeah i agree but yeah one piece filler is just it I, i how do i put this there was one time, there's an episode, what, like, literally, 
it just it's so stupid and a waste of your time like you'll recognize it midway through you'll be like why am i watching this you know um (laughs) i've had those feelings in naruto before yes and especially toward the end of the end of the official naruto before it switched to ship it in but like one piece is like it's obscene it's, <laughs> it's obscene it's really truly filler like most 98 percent of the time man that's my opinion at least good to know yeah so I mean, i'll never i'll never find out because there's no <laughs> way but we, we got to do a one piece club like a book club we're like, <laughs> we watch one episode a week for the next, like, 30 years, and then <laughs> we, we might get to some of, the, some of the really cool moments. What, what I would say about One Piece, it's a great show to, like, when you have something, like, for example, you know, Kyle, you make t-shirts? Mm-hmm. Like, that's a great show to watch while you're doing that. Because you can put, I mean, you can put the, uh, the dubs are not the greatest, i the subs are much better, but I think it's worth just like going through a whole bunch of them, you know. Like, why are you doing? Something Maybe that's else? what I'll do. That's not a bad idea. I do look for stuff, and I, it's usually YouTube that I watch or listen to, I guess. Because when I'm watching a show, I don't know. I don't really like to multitask while I'm watching a show that I like. Mm-hmm. Right, me either. Because yeah. I always feel like I'm. Like, I'm missing something, and then a couple episodes later, it'll hit me. Like, it doesn't hit me while I'm doing it. It's once I'm back re-engaged, because I was multitasking the last three episodes, then they say something, and I'm like, what? What did I mean? What's that from? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if I'd fear that as much in One Piece. I I won't say that the show is not complex, but it's not that deep. Like, mm-hmm. the moments are really interesting in the storylines and what's going on. Um, but you'll know. You know what I'm saying? Like, when it's hitting that climactic point, you need to stop and pay attention. <laughs> Everyone but, begins shouting. <laughs> Luffy! You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. I might do that. That makes... I'll say this the show. Zoro is the top... One of my top five anime characters yeah. of all time. Because of One Piece. Yeah. Not just because he's gangster with his sword, but because of some other stuff. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I have, I have one more. Let's hear it. And Let's hear it, baby. The, the mention of Zoro is actually very apt because I was just thinking about him yesterday while I watched the show, mm? which was oh, Vinland Zoro. Saga. Is that worth watching? Yes. Huh. Been, yes. Yes. Been doing the same thing that, I, that you've been doing with uh, Super Crooks on that. Like looking at it and going, huh? Yeah. I had heard, so it's like it's the kind of show that I'm like, I don't, I didn't know too much about it. I just knew it was about Vikings, and I'm like, I don't think that's going to be very interesting to me. Mm. But I was at a wedding recently, and someone was crowing about it, and I was like, all right. Uh, or I, actually, I think it was Keisha actually who had the the impetus to say, let's let's uh, get this started. I think she likes it more than I do, but um, I think it's pretty good. It follows a boy living in a village. With his and his dad is like I guess the village chieftain or maybe the unofficial chieftain, and um, it follows him and his family as they get embroiled in like the war between Denmark and England back in the day, 
Mm. You know, and so these guys are technically Danish. I didn't know much about Vikings going into this, actually. So I'm learning a lot of the history, (laughs) which is kind of cool, actually. I'm like, oh, I'm like filling in all these gaps in my knowledge. Mm. I didn't I didn't ever I didn't know that the Danes were so uh, uh, good at war. But yeah, they uh, they uh, get into a lot of warfare and it's pretty violent. You know, it's a, it's a lot of swinging knives and swords and stuff around. But the character work is really good. And the main character is someone that like sometimes you'll be annoyed with, but you'll always be uh, empathetic with. Um, so I've, I've, I'm, I think we're like five or six episodes in. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, you can see how you can kind of see like where the arcs <clears throat> where the arcs might go, um, and it's good. I like I like learning about the history. I like uh, the action is cool. You know, very much like. I mean, there's a guy who just uses like hand to hand combat fighting people with like swords, and he just wrecks everybody, and it's so satisfying. It was so much fun to watch. So fully enjoy it. I was. Again, it's kind of thing where I, well, I was a little surprised by it, but really I was surprised by my own enjoyment of it. I I definitely suggest you watch it if you have a chance. Mm. Okay, I will. I will. I'll yeah. add it to my list because I've been seeing it pop up, but you know how it is with anime. Sometimes it's hard to tell. Yeah. It's like uh, like, and I haven't really heard yeah. anybody talk about it, so I'm like. Uh. I haven't heard that many people talk about it, but everyone I've heard it says is great. And so I knew it was probably pretty good, but it just was on the low end of my list. You know, eh, maybe someday I'll get to it. Yeah. Also, it has a fantastic opening. Really satisfying opening theme. Okay. That's, um, yeah. That's something that I, uh, I feel like I need to investigate. I'm, I'm, what was the name of that one again? Vinland Saga. Vinland Saga. Yeah, they talk about Vinland as if it's like this, this uh, beautiful, uh, heavenly place that you know. There's no war. There's no slavery. Oh, there's slavery in the show. Um, Oopsie. So that's that's like a, <laughs> this man say, you know, a concept. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's a concept they're dealing. With. I mean, I think that's probably historically accurate. Um, but yeah, like you know, they, they, uh, they're like, yeah. There's no war. There's no slavery. It's 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 warm and plentiful. It seems very much like the promised land. I don't know if it's like an actual place on the map, like if it's Finland, or if it's just kind of a made up like, you know, fantasy that the people who are de- they're always cold and hungry and scared of, you know, being made into slaves or starving in the winter or something and. Mm. Uh, it's like a, a nice dream. But yeah, it isn't one of those shows where you have to watch an episode or two and wait for it to pick up. It picks up pretty quick, I would say. Okay. There's a show that uh, I started watching with my father. I, I, I can't, I'm trying to look at, look to see if I can find it, but it was basically like a Viking show. I think it was on Netflix. It was actually pretty good. It was like, like you said, I don't know much about Vikings, uh, Vikings, but um I think it was an interesting like story lesson. It was showing like Eric the Red and like like uh what's his name? Um Eric the Red's son, um Leif Erikson. Like I know the name, 
But I believe Erickson's actually a character. Yeah, so he's in this show and it's showing kind of like how he becomes, I guess, who he is in history. And it's super interesting. Like, um, I need to go pick it up. I can't remember what it's called. I, I was looking, but it's like on Netflix. It's either on Netflix or Amazon Prime. And it's a TV show, but I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. Uh, it's pretty, pretty interesting. So hmm. we got a few more minutes here. And so I wanted to throw out a few. And I don't know if you guys have some honorable mentions, but I want to throw out some honorable mentions. One, if you have not seen it, please watch Glass Onion on Netflix. Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, Glass Onion, uh, which is the, uh, what's it called? Uh, the next, the next, um, Knives, Knives Out. Out, Glass Onion, Knives Out, mystery, very, very fun movie. It's a great family watch. Watched it this weekend with my uh, my siblings, and watched it with Shailene before that. Great movie. If you're into like uh, mystery, you know, type movies, you really enjoy it. Like Who Done It movies. Um, yeah. Another movie that was I had not heard about, but my brother in law told me about The Gentleman. We watched that this weekend as well. That has Matthew McConaughey in it, and uh, another actor that I know his face but i i can't place it and colin farrell's in it and a few other people but essentially it's about this guy who basically has a drug kingdom i guess you could say and he's trying to like work his way out of it and uh he's just sold weed you know and the craziness that happens as he's trying to get rid of like to, to i guess you could sell his business i guess you could say and it's, it's very funny. It has a lot of hilarious moments. It's very well written. It's a very interesting take on how they uh, deliver the story. It's not just like, oh, like character A, like let's go through the moments. It's somebody like telling the story. And they're kind of telling it as they're a part of the story. So it's very, it's very interesting. It was, it was I, I definitely, uh, if you're in, like, re- like really interesting, like, kind of like ensemble cast movies with a lot of interesting characters a lot of things going on um the gentleman's really good and then uh i have two other shows that i don't think you should watch but if you're looking for something to make you question existence and why this exists one is called big bug it's this like i think it's brazilian show about okay (laughs) is this brazilian show that's kind of a comedy sci-fi where essentially uh, AI like runs the planet and essentially the AI comes to a conclusion that it needs to like not kill all humans, but like keep them safe from themselves. And it like locks a group of very complicated characters in one home, like an ex-wife, the, the girlfriend of the husband, uh a neighbor uh like all these weird characters and it's funny in the best and worst way like you'll laugh at some of the moments and you'll also laugh at how bad it is at times so uh big bug if you're a sci-fi fan who likes to who just has like an hour and a half of your life to just kind of be like what did i just watch big bug and then finally the series 1899 i still don't know what's happening oh, you like i do not like it i don't know what's happening but I feel <laughs> that I have to keep watching it because it has to make sense at some point. But I don't like oh, it, man. man. I don't like it at all. But I'm like, there's got to be a reason. This all make- is stupid to me. 
Wow, you're really gonna let them do this to you? You know there's that no val- reason. That validates my reason that my my decision not to watch past the first episode. Yes, a few weeks ago. You're, you're making the right choice. I'll tell you what happens at the end when I finish it. I've been like nothing will happen. Slowly eking my way through it. Man, it's not good. Like the twists are like all stupid. It's like how would I've known? Like it's like just purely out of left field stuff, you know. And I just hate shows like that. Like it just feels. Like the old school Scooby Doo twists, it, it feels as if they know that their show is stupid. So their best way to do it is to just hide everything and just tell you it. Like, ha ha, this is happening. Ha ha. Like it's not even. It doesn't feel like a twist. It just feels like, oh, okay. I guess now you know about it. Yeah, and then you're like, but it, that doesn't make sense. You know, it's the same guys who did Dark, oh, which everyone loved, really? and and so I think that maybe. Dark kind of just got to their heads. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we can do whatever, whatever, whatever we want. Let's go something crazy, uh-huh. mind bending. Whoa. It's not even. Sounds like CD Project Red. <laughs> Maybe. It's not even, it's not even mind bending. It's mind numbing. Like, it's just. What? Like, a lot of the. Like, I still don't know what is happening, why people are doing anything, what's the purpose. And it's not even like, oh, like, it's a mystery. It just feels like people are doing stuff. And I don't know why. So anyway, don't watch it, but it's a show. Forget you ever heard about it. Yeah. So the yeah the marketing for that show is so good because all 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 of the the imagery and like the trailer and stuff is very enticing to me. I agree. But I know better because I like video games. (laughs) And (laughs) And I know. I'm like I don't see substance, sir. Got him. I also didn't love Dark personally. I couldn't get past the first episode personally of Dark. That was a pretty strong first episode. Yeah, I don't know. It just didn't interest me, but I'll try again. People who tell me it's a great sci-fi, so I just need to do it one day. I, I mean, I watched, I think, four or five, and then I quit. Oh, really? So you didn't finish maybe. it? Ah. I, didn't, I didn't finish it, yeah. Okay. So any honorable mention from y'all before we wrap up? Yeah, I can go quickly. Um, let's see. Uh, Mob Psycho. I just watched the third season of that. Okay. Uh, that was a great way to end the show. There are two like major conflicts, conflict arcs, I guess you could say, in the in the season, and both of them resolve in very unexpected ways, or one of them resolves in an unexpected way, and one of them started in an unexpected way. I was like, oh, I didn't think this is what they would do. It makes sense, and it really emphasizes how all of the conflicts in the show have been about Kageyama. And his like self actualization, you know. Um, so it's just it's just two more ways that Mob Psycho is a great show, uh, and I'm not sad that it's over because it just felt really satisfying the way it ended. Um, and then ranking of I, well, I was I have ranking of kings on here, but I haven't watched that recently. I just wanted to say it was a surprising show with how good it was considering the art style and like the the premise seems kind of weak but it was really like endearing um, i need to watch that definitely yeah uh shoot man i guess that's it that's all i had on my list i had something else that was swimming around in my head during the show but i do not recall it right now so i won't waste any more of your it time just lost Kyle? the time so Kyle? so yeah i actually uh you're not gonna believe this but um so I was in a pre-engineering course. Oh, you know, yeah. Tell me about I it. Built a chair. <laughs> no, tell me more about it. I, was it a was cartoon it, chair? Was, Did you draw the right number of legs? Was it made of knives. 
mostly knives. Uh, had about eighteen legs. Ah, um, also knives. Also knives. <laughs> Very sharp chair. No, so I don't have any like honorable mentions necessarily, but I did take a step in the direction of having more to talk about next time. Uh, so on the Funimation app, you can like put, or I guess in all the streaming ones, you can put stuff you want to watch in like a backlog type thing. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. um, one of the ones I was looking at was actually Ranking of Kings, but I couldn't remember if that's one that you guys mentioned, so I skipped it. Uh, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. So I might need to add that, but I added um, Full Up Metal Alchemist Brotherhood to the list. Oh, that show so good. I know I need to watch that one. And also, randomly, which I think this is probably going to be the one I start on just because it's only like 10 episodes, but there is a spinoff to Assassination's Classroom. Really? Assassination Classroom. And it's like a D&D style spinoff that looks like it probably isn't very good. But <laughs> it's only a couple of episodes, so I feel like I kind of want to watch it. This man's going to bail. What's it called? Quick. I can't remember. But it was, oh, um, it was, it had some weird abbreviated title, so it wasn't next to, I think it was, no, it was Koro Sensei's Quest? Was that it? Something like that. Oh, that just sounds, was, like sounds like classic one long filler. Question. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I don't know what to expect from it, but yeah, I don't expect it to be very good. Yeah. There's a couple other things on that list, too. Um... But it was fun to look through, I guess. And so I look also looking looking forward to the list that you guys send me that you promised you would. Cool. Yeah, me and Steve Stevie need to to convene and discuss how we'll approach it. Maybe maybe we'll give him a list of like order that he should watch stuff to slowly indoctrinate him into sci fi. Yeah. That might be better. I just don't want him to feel like he has to watch the whole yeah. list, but he has the rest of his life so <laughs> as well. I mean, he'll either finish that list or one piece first, or neither. Um, <laughs> or neither. <laughs> or yeah. neither. Um, no, no, I think uh, Full Metal Alchemist, I encourage you to watch with your, your significant other. I think that yes, she'll 100% enjoy it. It'll be a great ride yes. together. So she's been it's watching... It's a great beginner anime. Aside from Dragon Ball Z, she's been watching The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Hilarious. So I have to wait for one of these shows to end, I think, first. Fair enough. Yeah, I definitely think it's worth the wait and worth the experience. Watching it together, it's it's good. It's good. It'll bond you in, in new, special ways. So without I would watch it maybe between Dragon Ball shows, because it's a lot shorter than Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. It's three seasons, maybe? Yeah, two. I think so. Seasons. Something three like that. Three solid, yeah. boom, seasons. Great. Great, great, great. Awesome. Well, um, yeah, I think that's that's all we got for today, fellas. So um, thank you so much, uh, Brother Kyle, uh, for being here today. Um, of course. And of, Always of, a pleasure. Of course, Brother Glasses Stevie, thank you for bringing your wisdom. <laughs> and, My name just gets longer and longer every <laughs> Deacon. Every time you say it. Um, so, uh, yes. And thank and, you, Chairmaster Bradston. Chairmaster Bradston. Brother, brother Master. That would be my DJ name. Chairmaster Bradston. <laughs> no one will be seated. So stu- oh, that's fire. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, thank you. I, I always love doing the show. It's a highlight of my week. And as always, thank you to our fans out there in the super agile nation. I was just chatting with one of our listeners the other day, and I'm looking forward to the list that they send over. There's some ideas of things we can talk about and some thoughts yes. that they had about some of our 
uh, our la later, our previous episodes, not later episodes, our previous episodes. So I always love to hear what people think about what we're doing. If you have not, please feel free to leave your comments on YouTube or on Apple Podcasts. We love reviews and thoughts and comments. Uh, so please do that. But as always, you can find us everywhere. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and on the internet. So just look for us. Google us. Super Agile Bros. <laughs> we love you. We're happy that you are here and made it this far. Thank you for everything. And until next time, y'all take it easy. Peace. <laughs>